Welcome, everybody, to the Locked on Lakers podcast. I'm Anthony Irwin. In a second, I will not be joined by anybody. I got you guys all excited, but but no. On, on these games where the Lakers have a game on, on uh, Wednesday nights, it's kind of tough to find a guest because I also have to do the Silver Screen and Roll podcast, so you guys just have to listen to me. But it is a really good show. In the first segment, I discuss the game that we just saw and how impressed I've been with with what the Lakers have been doing over these last three games and what specifically has, has kind of helped them be successful. In the second segment, given the giant news of the day with James Harden heading to Brooklyn, I discussed what that uh, how I took that uh, news and how it makes me feel about the Lakers against them and then moving forward. Uh, so that's going to be that's the you you get you you aren't going to want to miss that. And then in the uh, last segment, I look ahead to the stretch that the Lakers have ahead of them when the schedule gets noticeably tougher, uh, and and how I think the Lakers will handle that. So let's go ahead and get to the show. So the Lakers might be just really, really, like like bully levels good. Uh, we watched that game uh, tonight, my wife and I did, while uh, we were eating dinner, especially at the beginning of, of the game. And she said to me, Fred, like, why why are the Lakers so much bigger than the Lakers, or the, than, than the Thunder, or whoever they were playing? Uh, she didn't know who they were playing because those jerseys were hideous. They looked like something you could buy from Bucky's out here. Uh, but she goes, yeah, why, why are they so much smaller than... Than the team they're or so much bigger than the team they're playing against, and I said, "Well, for one thing, it doesn't help that the Thunder are starting the the six eight and under group, uh, but the Lakers are just that big. They have they start Marcus Saul at center, who is a legit seven foot and wide. They start Anthony Davis at power forward, who is uh, a legit seven feet and long, and then they have uh, LeBron, who is a legit." six nine six yeah six nine six ten and huge and it it felt a lot like like one of my favorite you know uh viral videos or, or videos that go viral are when they put like a a cat with some blocks around it and it looks like it's just taking over the city <laughs> it it really looked that way when you were watching anthony davis and marcus all and LeBron or Montrezl Harrell at different times, like they would get the ball inside and it would just look like these towering figures just just absolutely bullying the team that would that they were going up against. Uh now granted this this is a we'll call it rebuilding Oklahoma City team, but the Lakers beat the crap out of them. They beat them by 29, 128 to 99. Uh, and, and at no point in that game did OKC look like they belonged on the court. And this has been the thing that Pete and I have been waiting for, that I have been waiting for with you guys, is this this just absolutely dominant performance that reminds everybody, especially lower-level teams, you, you, don't, you don't belong here. You, <laughs> I, so when I was going to Cal State Fullerton, there were uh, two courts side-by-side, and, uh, well, there were three technically, but the third one on the far end was always used for like volleyball. So at this rec center, you would have, uh, the court closest to the door was where the better runs were. Right. And then there was, uh, the court in the middle, uh, that, that had, 
you know, people going there more for cardio. And every so often you would get somebody who would go from the cardio court and try to play on the actual basketball court. And, and it was just immediately apparent, like you don't belong here. And at one point too, so the, 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 the main basketball court where like the, the, the better basketball is being played, uh, it, you get really long lines and that would lead to super competitive games and it would sometimes lead to fights or, or skirmishes or whatever. And, the school kind of tried to step in and forced the teams to kind of rotate. Right. And so you'd get these, this teams, five, five man group that was made up of, of players from the, the better court. And they would every other game have to go and play the team from the other court. And it was just immediately apparent like that other team didn't belong there. And so you'd go there, you would try to not get hurt, and you would just, you know, try to cycle back onto uh, the original court that you were on. And it was just, you know, the, 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 nobody liked it because the cardio people were sitting there saying, like, this isn't even fun for us. We're getting blown out. We were lucky if we're getting five in a, in a game to 15. And the, the people who were there playing basketball and really trying to be competitive with each other, well, they didn't like it either because, like, that's a great way to get hurt. Not saying that OKC was is is you know going to get anybody hurt, but it was still just immediately apparent in this one that this was just three tiers difference between where the Lakers are and where OKC currently is. So uh, good on the Lakers for taking care of the business in the way that they could. Uh, that was a really enjoyable win from start to finish. Uh, you had just I. <laughs> There was almost nobody who played that I said, no, I'm, I, I wish I could have gotten more out of that player. AD goes for 18 and 7. He finishes as a plus 16. Uh, LeBron goes for 26, uh, 7 and 6. He's a plus 14. Schroeder, I thought, was, you know, if there was one player who was kind of maybe trying a little too hard, he was really going at Shea Gilgis Alexander. But even he finishes 14. Five and five and uh, plus twenty two. KCP continues, you know, his steady play and and Kyle Kuzma is uh, has really made a concerted effort of of boarding like crazy on on for for uh, what you're watching out there and and that's been fun to watch and him add that to his game and I really think this bench unit has come together now that Alex Caruso is there. And and you have people playing more of their their natural positions. So uh, just fantastic win all the way around. I I could get into it, but the biggest news in the game in in the league today was James Harden being moved. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a quick second here, pay a couple bills, and then when we come back, I want to talk about how that affects the Lakers. All right, today's show is brought to you in part by betonline.ag. Use that promo code LOCKEDON to get a 50% deposit bonus as soon as you log into the thing and you, you deposit that money. Uh, and, and it's free money. It's free money that you can now turn into more money if you uh, get a little lucky from time to time or if you really do your studying up. And uh, today's game of the day is going to be between... The uh, the Lakers aren't in, in in action, and there are a ton of games being postponed and stuff. And and so the only line that they have right now is Golden State against Denver. Really fun game here uh, that I'm looking at. 
I don't know that I'm comfortable enough to bet on either of these teams specifically, but I do think offensively they're good enough to push each other beyond the the over-under, which is right now set at 228. So uh, that has both teams scoring at least 114 or, or, you know, give or take to be able to, to, to hit that number. I think they'll be able to do that. Uh, both teams have been, you know, the Warriors especially have been playing a lot better lately. They struggle a little bit against better, more athletic teams, but uh, defensively, but the, uh, the Nuggets are not that right now. So I think both teams will be able to get up and down the court and, and put up enough points to, to get over the 228 number. If you're interested in, in joining me on that or fading me on that, make sure you hop on to betonline.ag. Use that promo code LOCKEDON to get a 50% deposit bonus where you'll have access to everything from NBA basketball to NCAA basketball to uh, NFL. Do you have, I, I put a, a way too large parlay that uh, I can't wait to explain to Jen why I did that the other night. Uh, but, but you can do that on, on betonline.ag. Tons of options here. But if you do this, please uh, gamble safely and responsibly. One more time, that is betonline.ag. Use our promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% deposit bonus. All right, so the big news in today was the uh, Houston Rockets acquiescing to James Harden's tantrums, and and uh, which all really kind of came to a head after the Lakers smoked the Rockets Two nights ago, by the time you guys are listening to this, in a uh, four-team giant <laughs> deal, James Harden goes to the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, most notably from the Nets, uh, they are sending Karis LeVert to Indiana. Uh, they are sending Jarrett Allen to the Cleveland Cavaliers uh, and, and also Torian Prince. Uh, Victor Oladipo is going to be going to Houston. Uh, so that uh, so that Houston can uh, get their hands on somebody who might sell tickets whenever they whenever they start doing that, uh, and then there's a ton of picks moving all over the place, uh, specifically to Houston. Uh, but I'm going to focus right now on the Brooklyn Nets uh, side of this because that is the team that I think has the most has the highest likelihood of uh, meeting the Lakers at any point this year. So I'm looking at their uh, roster right now. This is via Malika Andrews. Currently, Nets roster with the Harden trade. They have Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, DeAndre Jordan, Joe Harris, Landry Shamit, Tyler Johnson, Timothy uh, Luawo Cabarro, Jeff Green, Bruce Brown, Nick Claxton, Reggie Perry, Chris Kyoza, and Spencer Dinwiddie, who is out for the year. Not a single person on that team is capable of playing consistent defense against the important players here on, on the Lakers. Maybe Kevin Durant can, can do some, you know, can use his length to bother LeBron. Uh, but at this stage of his career coming off of that Achilles injury, you'd be a little nervous asking him to put that wear and tear on his body. Uh, Kyrie Irving has been a wall for the last almost a week now. Uh, and I'm not even positive that he specifically actually likes the game. Uh, he seems focused on all kinds of other stuff, namely being kind of a jackass at times. 
Uh, and then we just saw James Harden his is is round now. And so uh, until James Harden gets into shape and until Kyrie Irving shows that he's interested in basketball on a on a consistent basis, this Brooklyn Nets team doesn't scare me. And even when even if those things do happen, and by the way, like while I, I have a second on Kyrie, he can be focused on social issues. I think it's really cool that he's focused on social issues. I wish he would talk to somebody publicly so that we can understand where he's coming from uh, rather than have people guessing uh, as far as like what is is going through his mind at any at any given time. Uh, but, you know, if if he's really that focused on social issues that he's willing to go AWOL and just disregard his responsibilities to his team, he can do that. He just has to retire <laughs> like he or or he has to find a way to be able to do both at the same time. But just kind of leaving the team without any real explanation, let alone doing so, and then showing up in that video for his sister's 30th birthday. Like, that's just it's just jackass behavior. Uh, he can make up for it with his interest in social issues, and that's all cool, uh, but you, you can't completely forego your responsibilities to your team, to your teammates, to, to your coaches to your fans uh and and just disappear from time to time i just think that's 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 really kind of shitty behavior uh anyway back to the the way this affects the lakers i just you know i think it's a talented enough team to get to the conference finals maybe get to the finals but uh, I think conference finals is kind of stretching it given how bad they're going to be defensively. Kyrie Irving is not a good defender. James Harden has gotten better, but is not a good defender. Kevin Durant has, is capable of being a good defender, but he shoulders so much of the load offensively that you wonder if, if he can uh, be, you know, actually fully utilize all of those tools. DeAndre Jordan was washed like three years ago. Joe Harris isn't a good defender. Landry Shamit is solid, but he's been pretty bad this year. Uh, and then you go down the line, like the the only player who comes close to being like a, a consistently okay defender is Jeff Green, maybe. And that's just not going to get it done. So if the Lakers see them in the finals, I would be pretty confident in, in what the Lakers would be able to do there. You have to contend with a very explosive offensive team, uh, but but... I think the Lakers, what we've seen from them so far this year is that they are capable of, of being that and more, and they can defend. So for those of you who, you know, might have Nets friends or whatever, who are puffing out their chest, I would just, you know, I'd, I'd still be very confident in what the Lakers could do against that team. Uh, let's take one more second here. And when we come back, uh, I will talk about a couple of the notes that I made uh, from from the game specifically and then looking ahead to what the Lakers have in store uh, on the schedule. And by the way, if you're looking for local coverage of this from the standpoint of the Nets, Pacers, and Rockets, Locked On Nets, Pacers, and Rockets are going to have you covered. Today's show is brought to you in part by Headspace. Even in the new year, it's hard to start a new routine. But if you're one of 34% of Americans who made a resolution to be less stressed, Headspace is here to help. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy-to-use app. Headspace is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation, Headspace really can help you feel better. Overwhelmed? Headspace has a three-minute SOS meditation just for you. 
Hey, need some help falling asleep? That's me. Headspace has wind down sessions their members swear by. And for parents, also me. Headspace <laughs> even has morning meditations you can do with your kids. Good luck with, with Avery. Uh, Headspace's approach to mindfulness can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall, increase your overall sense of well-being. Headspace is backed by 25 published studios on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads. Headspace has made, has, makes it easy to build a life-changing meditation practice with mindfulness that works for you on your schedule anytime, anywhere. You deserve to feel better. And Headspace Meditation is meditation made simple. So go to headspace.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's headspace.com slash LockedOnNBA for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditation for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now. So again, head to headspace.com slash LockedOnNBA today. Today's show is brought to you in part by Rock Auto. Head on over to rockauto.com where you will visit a family business that has been doing this for over two decades now. Uh, and you are going to find the best collection of parts that you can possibly find on the internet. Uh, it is getting insane. <laughs> the, the, the more high-tech these cars get, the more difficult it is to find the proper part. And that makes it all the easier for the big companies to mark up all of the parts that you might need should anything go wrong with your car well rockauto.com is here to help you avoid all of those kinds of messes uh, as best you can they have everything from engine control modules to brake parts to tail lamps motor oil uh, your car needs carpet they have that too whether it's for your classic or daily driver get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to cat to navigate quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specs and prices you prefer and most importantly the prices you see are going to be the same for everybody regardless of your driving background so again head on over to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or your truck and then write locked on in there how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, so we are now, what are they, 13 games into the season. Uh, the Lakers finished up. So when when Pete and I kind of introduced the schedule, we went through the first ten games. Uh, the Lakers went seven and three in that stretch. Uh, they are in the middle of a now one, two, three, four, five game winning streak. Uh, but the schedule does get tougher. So they have New Orleans uh, on Friday, which is an interesting game for for all of the kind of narrative based reasons. Uh, you know, Lonzo Ball coming back to the to Staples Center, Brandon Ingram, uh, and 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 obviously uh, Zion going up against LeBron. The last time those guys played, LeBron really went out of his way to take it to uh, to Zion. So uh, that's been one of the things that's been kind of fun to watch. Uh, and and then just in general, I, I just think for for the Lakers, they went out of their way to uh, say how much harder they're going to start playing on defense and 
and how much more consistent they wanted to be on that side of the court. And this is a good place to to put that to the test with with a team that has some of the firepower that that New Orleans does. I still think the Lakers are considerably better than the New Orleans Pelicans, but you know, weirder things have happened. Uh, then they go against Golden State, Milwaukee, Chicago has uh, surprised some people with what they've done so far this year. It turns out Jim Boylan was a terrible coach. Who could have possibly seen that coming? Cleveland has been defending their butts off. Philadelphia is is going to be in kind of an interesting spot now, having held on to Ben Simmons, uh, but through no uh, choice of their own, right? It's, it's now known across the league that uh, Philly was doing whatever they could to get James Harden, and, and, and that was going to cost them Ben Simmons. So we'll see how their chemistry handles that. If they handle it okay, they've been a very good team so far this year. Uh, and then Detroit is whatever. Boston is a pretty good team. Atlanta is, is, is playing well. Uh, and, and then you go Denver, and that gets you to, like, game number 23 or so. And it's, an, it's, a, it's a much more interesting slate than the Lakers open up the season with. And, you know, I, I think it's, it's one of those stretches where we start to continue to learn more about a Lakers team that has impressed, even though they have been kind of sleepwalking for much of the season, when they have decided to turn it on, even in those games where they were sleepwalking, when they turned it on, they looked very, very good. It was just a matter of waiting too long to turn it on or, or not turning it on for long enough. And they would either lose games or win games, but not look as kind of dominant as, as you would anticipate. They have, for these last three games, looked like the best team in basketball by a lot, albeit against uh, lesser teams. And then in Houston's case, a lesser team that was going through an absolute crap fest of, of drama. But still, you have to beat the teams that are in front of you. And the Lakers did so about as convincingly as, as you can ask for. Um, and, and I look at this schedule that the Lakers have up ahead of them. And and I would anticipate another seven or three seven and three stretch or so. Uh, they're just that good. I think the only the only teams in this next little stretch here that that I think on any given night can beat the Lakers if the Lakers are really playing up to uh, their best level is obviously Milwaukee and Philly. I don't think that about Boston, and I don't think that about Golden State. Don't think that about New Orleans. So if the Lakers can play up to their best levels uh, eight out of the next 10 games or so, depending on who they play those two crap games against, they could very easily go eight and two or, you know, seven and three. So I think that's, that's about where I would expect to have this, this Lakers team right now. Um, And, and, and by the way, like it's not just that they are now trying a lot harder, which is, is really cool, obviously, but like Dennis Schroeder said after the second game against Houston, that he's never been on a team that enjoys each other's company the way that they do, but is also professional enough to take care of business when the games start. And I, I completely agree with him, especially over these last three games. This has been a really fun team. That like It's, it's really uh, out here watching these games away from L.A., that you don't have your typical commercial breaks. So you can, as, as most of you back home are watching commercials, 
they're showing clips of players walking off the court or, or you know, you get a little closer look into or a longer look at the huddle and all of that stuff. And it really, and Pete can, can uh, back this up, it really jumps off the screen how much these guys talk to each other and productively talk to each other where they are very excited. You know, AD or LeBron is very excited about which read works in which situation and which rotation needs to be made when the other team does, you know, has a certain action and, and they do that constantly, constantly. And, and you really see it. And I think that's played a, a really major role in the Lakers looking as good and and as dominant as they have defensively and then offensively they're just they're just so skilled they're so smart they're so effective and then they have the right players finishing all of these plays that it's just I don't I don't really know what what uh good defensive teams let alone inferior defensive teams hope to do against that against the squad so uh it really great game again the Lakers take care of business 128 to 99 against the Oklahoma City Thunder on the second night of a back-to-back uh, as they get ready to head home. You know, usually you stumble into one of those crap games where you're looking ahead to to, to getting back to your bed, and, and especially with everything going on in this country and with the NBA specifically with all of their new proto- uh, COVID protocols. I'm sure that the Lakers are just really excited to get out of the hotel life, get back home, and recenter themselves and all too often, what you'll see is is a team not take that last game seriously enough and stumble into a stupid loss. But in this case, the Lakers beat the the Thunder. They led from start to finish. And and like I said in the beginning of it, this was over. But I think the very first bucket was a three. And I think AD had like a drop step dunk over two people and that was when you kind of knew okay this is this is going to be over pretty quick and that's how it went so so shouts to the lakers for for playing the way that they did that's going to do it for this episode of the lockdown lakers podcast pete and i will be back uh tomorrow uh to go over a few more of the uh, a few of the things that i said in this show and and get you guys ready for the weekend and the games ahead uh until then though have a great rest of your day make somebody else's stay safe out there Talk to you tomorrow.